Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Okay, fancy. You fancy. Okay, fancy. Let's do the tangent, shall we? It's the tangent with the Fred Show. Giving you all the shit we couldn't talk about on air. All right, guys. Um, off air uncensored podcast. Thank you for listening. Tell all your friends about it. Um, I was talking this morning about my uh, my little uh, bucket list experience on the on the Blackhawk Chopper on Saturday with the Illinois. Army National Guard. I got it's just like very complicated to me in my head. I got to make sure I get it right. They're reserve officers. It's different than the Army, but the same kind of different than the Air Force One. They all got. Res- I don't. You know what I mean? It's, I didn't understand all of it, frankly. Like, I, I don't, what's the difference between the reserves and the and the and, and the regular Army? You right. know, and it's it's like isn't this the one weekend a month? Yeah, one so, week a month, two weeks a year. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and it's like they they provide different services. They they could be called upon for you know well domestic and international, but typically, I did, there's a lot I didn't know about it. But anyway, I got to fly in one of their um, Blackhawk helicopters, and it made me think that in another life, I wish that I were mature enough to to have done something like that, like enlisted, you know, or gone to like officer training or whatever, gone to the, one of the academies, or I don't know, and flo- flown a fighter jet. Like, mm-hmm. I mean. I didn't have the maturity to even, and, and I'm also I can't hear in my left ear, so I don't think I would have passed the medical, and I would have wound up like in the cafeteria, you know, like stirring corn or something, which is still a noble job because a lot of people have to do that all in, in all parts of the world, and our troops need support and whatever. So there's no there's no job that's not important. That's not what I mean. But I, I if I had gone in to f- to fly a fighter jet and I wound up like washing Humvees, that would be, <laughs> you know, probably not fulfilling um, in the way that I wanted it to be. But I don't know. Do you ever? Do you ever watch somebody else do something? I mean, sure, like an NBA player or, I don't know, a star in a movie or something. But do you ever watch someone do something like in everyday life and think, man, I, I wish I had I wish I wish had done that? Or if I had a second chance, I would do that. Did you ever think, uh, ever do that exercise? Mm, not second chance, but I do hope that one day I will be able to be a house mom at a strip club. 
It's just one of my dreams. I see. Okay. I hope that I. I I'm sure that. that could be achieved, but you you feel like you need to be a little older for that. Well, I like my job and my life right now, um, so I'm not going to do it right now because it would be hard to come in here in the morning after you know being at the strip club <laughs> all night. I see, but you're not dancing. You know, you're 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 supporting. Yeah, but you have to be late. You know, I'm yeah, sure you gotta up late. take care of the ladies. Yeah, because you know you help them with their bobby pins, their glitter. So, and then you got to wait for them to tip you out. Mm-hmm. You can't leave early. You know, I don't think I've ever, I've never seen or, or knowingly seen the house mom at the strip club before. She's in the back helping the girls get ready. Yeah, and and every strip club has that. Um, I, I mean, I think so. I don't know every single one, but that's typically what happens. And then if you're good to them, they'll give you money. They'll break you off. No oh. kidding. I know the DJs get paid. Mm-hmm. The DJs get tipped out big time. Really? Yeah, you can make a lot of money as a strip club you DJ. You don't need a lot of talent either. You're just playing 30 seconds of a song. It's kind of true. I mean, to be honest <laughs> with you. You just got to make that announcement. <laughs> now, coming to the stage. What <laughs> Miss Nikki Baby. <laughs> I'm sure it's some of like the really major strip clubs. You got to really like, there's a way to work it. I'm sure that it does require talent. Yeah. I just, I don't know. But they get paid a lot. True, it, I guess. The, the DJs, big clubs, yeah. they're really like good on the mic. I think to be a DJ in any club, whatever, even oh, here yeah. in Chicago, well, like, you sure got to be like, good on the mic. Paulina, it's like anything else where if you're really good at it, you're doing it at like a high volume club. If you're not very good at it, you're doing it in like Hammond, Indiana. Or, no no offense. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'm ultimately everybody right. in the industry wants to be at the highest volume Correct. club right. because you're making the most money. You're getting mm-hmm. tipped out the most. The more people, the more money, the more you make. And so, you know, I don't think most people are trying to do anything not at the to make the most. Seems you know? like political, too, from my understanding of some of the DJs. Like, it's like the who you know type thing. Yeah. And DJs will tell you, oh, but that person's trash. They can't blend. So, I don't know. It seems a little competitive in these streets. It is. I was yeah. in uh, Duluth, Minnesota. And I was uh, doing some flight training there. Twice I've been there. And the second time was a little more laid back than the first time. So my instructor and I went to, they have like a, I don't even know what it's called, like a little, it's not a harbor. It's kind of like a like a little mini Navy Pier sort of. And uh-huh. there's hotels down there. And then there's like restaurants. And anyway, so we're, uh, we're sitting at this restaurant. It's like, I don't know, four o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, is there a strip club in this town? Like, I would love to see what a Duluth, Minnesota strip club looks <laughs> I, I don't know, I'm curious. Yeah. So we Google it. Turns out it's around the corner from oh, where we are. And it it goes from a jazz club to a strip club at about four o'clock. Why not? Yeah. So it was about I guess it was about three o'clock. So we walk over there. It's called the Saratoga Club. Oh, nice. And it's right next to like a children's ice cream store. So there's a line of like families, you know, getting ice cream. And we walk into the seedy establishment, which really wasn't that seedy. The place was huge. They had like uh, pool tables and they had like a dartboard and this monstrous bar. There's a couple people sitting in there, and it just a jukebox and whatever. Didn't look like anything other than like your grandpa's, like a like a monster version of your grandpa's basement bar. Uh-huh. Everyone was so nice there. We sat down, had a few beverages, and then uh, I go like, "Well, what time does this place?" Like, I'm, I'm looking for a DJ booth. I'm right. looking for like you know, and and it's dark inside, but you can see the. Then you can you can outside. see the like it's got glass doors on the front, so I can see the light and the people walking by, like which was a little weird. And I'm like, like I'm like, what time does this place turn into a strip club? And the guy goes, it just did. And I turn around, and on the pole about three feet from me is a fully naked, blonde, bombshell, like one of the best looking strippers <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh yeah. And I'm like, where the hell am I? Amazing. And so they didn't have a DJ. The girls had to buy their own music on the jukebox, on the touch tunes. And the best part was a customer could override the stripper's choice if they paid. 
because I guess they had a code for the strippers. But so, like, <laughs> I didn't know this. I thought they, like, would turn it off from requests when the but so I put in like Backstreet Boys I want it that way to be funny I didn't realize it was going to go over the top of (laughs) Aki Breaky Hard or whatever this girl was dancing around to and she's like what asshole and it was there were not any people in there yet because it's four (laughs) o'clock in the afternoon so she's like what asshole just did that and I'm like me and whatever so she came over sat down we started talking so it turns out was she naked when she sat down uh no she put um she put like a little outfit on of some kind. Okay, good. Um, full that on the bar full seat. bush on this lady too, by the way. Oh, so you fell in love? Like twenty, <laughs> like maybe like I don't know, like twenty eight years old. I'm, I'm not even embellishing. Like very good looking woman. I thought the bush was interesting, but anyway, um, I, you just don't see that these days, yeah. sadly. But um, <laughs> but we, I, so of course, I like strike up a conversation with her because I have to because I interview everybody because I'm my grandfather's son. So it's like whatever. It turns out though that a lot of these girls. They were dancing in big cities, like they were dancing in Chicago, they were dancing in Minneapolis, they were dancing in Vegas, and then somebody gets sick. Like, for example, this woman was the caretaker for her grandfather, and he lived like 45 minutes away. And so she's like, I take care of him, and then four nights a week I come here and dance, and I make a ton of money, and uh, then I go, and she ran like a little vintage store in that little town where she was taking care of her grandfather. And I believed her story because the vintage store was real because she gave me the Instagram for it. And I, I didn't think she was bullshitting me because was, she didn't want any money. Who was watching her grandpa, though, when she was stripping? Well, I don't know. She had to make a living somehow. Well, but I know, but... It turns out, like, I guess um, I guess some of the strip clubs near, like, big oil uh, refineries in very small towns are just banging because these dudes get paid like day rate or they get paid in cash or they make a lot of money hourly working on these oil rigs so like i don't know odessa texas will have like just a just bomb strippers because you know you wouldn't necessarily think i want to live in odessa texas but you go there and like there's a lot of expendable income there with these guys that are away from their families Mm -hmm. nothing else to do and they're making a lot of money on the oil rigs so they go there and they spend it is that what the edm group odessa is named after I don't know. Maybe. Oh, my God. I Odessa, Texas is the... Mid- Midland, Odessa, Texas is, uh, is a place. Oh, I know Midland, Texas. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I know like, Midland. They're like joining cities. Texas loves that. Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah. They love to like put two separate cities together as one no, make, metroplex. <laughs> make a decision. That's what Chicagoland is, I guess, though. If you can see, if Chicagoland would, would encompass what? Anything in the... All the neighboring suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. You know. Metro Detroit, I guess. So. Yeah. There you go. But Weird. yeah. Um, huh. So did you get her number? If she was yeah, so beautiful? Yeah, were she talking with her on Instagram for a while? That was the one from uh, Key West. That was, oh, yeah, that was the Key, Key West. And I blew, I blew that one. Oh, yeah. I know. You got yeah, yeah, two yeah. in your head, buddy. <laughs> but I don't, to this day, I don't know that. I, I've seen some stuff on TikTok, like with adult workers, where they like people interview them. Somehow that's on my algorithm. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. And, um,. That's kind of like a halfway between business and pleasure move. I guess it's like, yeah, I'll let a guy buy me dinner if I'm not disgusted by him, but like it doesn't mean anything. But you don't know until like it's I'm sure it's different for every individual person. It's true. You know, there are a lot of reasons why I didn't need that one to work out. But um, yeah, I did, of course, overthink when the girls like the strippers <laughs> like you can buy me dinner. And of course, I'm like, well, is this a business? And, and why wouldn't it be? She doesn't owe me anything. Why? What? If, she if thought a, you were cute. But if a stripper's like take me to dinner, it's like free dinner. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't know. I guess I just. Yeah. I don't need. If I'm going to invest in someone, I need there to be a potential for either, like a, a long term relationship of some some kind, potential, or for me to get laid, I, or both. I think. 
The opportunities were endless. It could have been. I did wind up uh, connecting with her, though. Like, we were already Instagram friends, and I did want, we messaged a little bit after that, and I apologized. Because I think she was, uh, the vibe she gave me, if she was being honest, was that she was offended. Is that she was offended that I would question her intent. And so I did apologize for that, and she accepted my apology. And she still follows me on Instagram, so, I mean, I guess she could have unfriended me at that point. Whenever you're back there. Maybe. Yeah, because I'm always hanging out in Key West. I hope I never go back to Key West, actually. <laughs> I think Key West sucks. It was an it was an interesting choice for a straight man. Um, it wasn't. Women yeah. go for bachelorettes all the time, big gay population. But I just thought it was very interesting of your friend. I love it. But, yeah. You know, didn't see because you were going to do Austin, which seemed more up y'all's alley. But yeah, I uh, it was interesting. I, I didn't pick it, and I, I will say that I met some nice people there, <laughs> like the dude who took us out on the boat and stuff. Like he was a cool guy. I would recommend him. Were you freaking out on that boat? No, because I knew that it was, I knew how long we'd paid for it. Oh. We, we paid for five hours, so I knew there was an end in sight. Okay. Uh, and we weren't, on, we went to a sandbar too, so we weren't on the boat oh, the yeah. whole time. You so have like, to do a sandbar. Yeah. Mm. So like we were off the boat and whatever. But yeah, I mean, theoretically, you are kind of trapped in those situations. Like if you're on a boat, you're on the, you know what I mean? Like you're. Yeah, but you you get out and swim in the middle and then you move to the sandbar and then you move back to the middle. I had a good time though. That was fun. Yeah. We had a good time, you know, met some interesting people. I just, if I have a bachelor party, which there would be no point in me ever having, because it's like, what are we going to do that we haven't been doing for the past fucking 25 years or whatever? But um, I would not choose Key West. Where would you choose if you had to have one? Because I think they're fun just for friend time. You know, maybe that place in the Bahamas I like. Oh yeah, I might choose that. Urethra. Yeah, urethra. Urethra. Wait, what? It's called that? It's called the Eleuthera. Oh, it's a little <laughs> island in the Bahamas. My family's been going there. My dad's been going there since he was a kid, uh, wow, and so we've been cute. going there for a long time. We go there every Thanksgiving. It's kind of a, I mean, just because it's a fun place. I don't. Mm -hmm. I would pick something like that. I, I wouldn't pick like a like Vegas. No, no. What's the point? Yeah. Well, getting married later in life, that's the benefit is people have a little bit more money, so you exactly. could do like Mexico or whatever you wanted, as opposed to you know staying local. Yeah, I would pick something that's uh, I don't know, B booze, sun, pool, probably maybe a casino. Yeah. But like you know, good food, it. good alcohol. I, I don't. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun, though. Friend time. You're right, though, because once you get a little older, then most people have a little more expendable income. Like, this this was not an inexpensive bachelor party. Uh, no. You know, I mean, he picked up... Can you believe Key West? Like, the Hilton was like 600 bucks a night. It's Ugh. a huge tourist destination. It was not a fancy hotel at all. Like, this was not a baller place. And it was like the minimum for a room is like 600 bucks. And then these grown ass oh. men are like, well, well, it's your bed. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Like, yeah. I'm like, dude, you're an attorney. Yeah, you're an accountant tub. for pro athletes. Like you're a, I don't know what this guy owns a business. I'm like, all y'all have money. Why are we sleeping in the same bed? We're grown ass men. It's cute. It's not. <laughs> it's no. not. When I'm going on vacation, I get my own personal toilet. I don't need to be, especially with another grown ass man. Yeah. Because I know what I sometimes I get into, and so I don't need. I'm not sharing. No. No, I think after I'm a big advocate for after 25. Yeah. Maybe no, no, 26. Give it the, one more year. I still like to save money, and Hells, I know yeah. I know my good friends that I can share a room with. The ones that don't wake up early. The one you know, I know which friends, and I say you are my roommate. I will say generally, I think women are more 
inclined to do that than men for some reason. I don't know why. I, I, my mom and her best friend will go to Vegas and they'll share a hotel room and whatever. But my dad and his best friend would not share a hotel room in Las Vegas. I don't, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's it a comfortability a thing. thing. I don't know. I mean, like if you had the option, Rufio, and you go on vacation with a bunch of your boys, like you're going to get your own room, right? If you had the, no. you, well, why I'm, not? I'm not, I'm, you could, you could go to the front desk and be like, yo, can you wheel in that cot or whatever? Yeah. Sleep on the couch. Well, I'm, that's because you're cheap. Yeah. yeah. But if you had the, like the shmoney and that wasn't an issue. I said if you like, had I the money, money, but I guess like if you didn't, I still would. I I'd be like, it. yo, does someone want to split a room so it's cheaper? Even if I had the money to get my own room, I'd yeah. be like, yeah. does someone want to split no. a room? It's fun to I mean, get ready like, together. It's not like drink. Same, same bed. You get two twins or whatever. Yeah. Not, no. not one king size bed. Yeah, Maybe because there's only like four or five people, like I guess that I would share with. But if we're going like with some randos or something, I'm like, you know what I mean? Not interested. Yeah, well, I've, I've had a, we'll get like connecting rooms, like a like Cute. when Trevor and I will go someplace. Yeah. Like Trevor. we get our own bed, our own bathroom. But like we're, it's not that I don't want to see anybody. It's that I want the option to get away. <laughs> I want the option to take my That's own okay. shower and take my own poop and leave my stuff where I leave it. And I want a big bed because I'm a large man. And I've earned it. I'm 41 years old. I've earned it. Listen, you do you, fam. You know, like if Rufio came along, I'd force him to get his own room or I'd force him to split like a suite with me where you got your own room in the thing. I'd still force you to do it. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. As long as I don't to pay for it. Yeah. See, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Who says I'm paying for it? You know what? You Rufio's chatty, though. Like you would need a break. Like I'm chatty, too. So I need to be with friends who are like yeah. down to chat. I'd be like. Are you doing, friend? Yeah. What are you doing? Hey. Um, You want to rent this porn? (laughs) (laughs) Like you'd ask me. I would just get the bill at the end. It would be like, sir. How many times did you watch Night Nurses in Jersey? (laughs) Oh, my God. And then I'd go scream at you. I'd be like, like, the the internet's free, and the porn on the internet's free, but you had to watch on the damn TV. Let's get room service. Yeah. I did that one time too in Vegas. That was pretty wild. I uh, so I went to Vegas one time many years ago for iHeart Festival. This is like way when I I think the first year first I was year. here, mm-hmm. and I lost a lot of money playing blackjack. A lot of money. I don't know what got into me, but I lost oh, a, no. a lot of money. I go back maybe six months later, and I won a lot of money. So I was even. But as far as the casino was concerned, because it was the same casino, as far as they were concerned, I'm a dude who comes to town and spends this much money. (laughs) And so I get a call. Hey, I'm so-and-so host for the casino. Mm -hmm. And like, would you like to come back? So this happened a couple times after that until they figured out that I am, in fact, not good for this much money. But one of those two times... um, they, you know, like I pull, I get to the airport, limo pulls up, my name on a little card, my buddy and yeah. I hop in the limo, sw- two bedroom suite. Um, you know, the casino host meets me at the door. You know, there's no check in. They just oh hand gosh. you the keys. Like it's this whole thing. And this is like low level service. It goes way up from there. Yeah. But, um, and so the guy's like, anything you want, anything you want, put it on the room and it, and it goes away. Like, just don't pay for it yourself. Just put it on the room put it on the room and then he's like can i get you anything that you wouldn't want to put on the room like i'm like no i'm okay then that meant drugs hookers whatever yeah. they'll do all that for yeah. you whoa um i'm like no i'm good drugs? and then oh yeah oh, and then they're God. like do you want to go to the pool and if you want to go to the pool then you have a couple options from there mm-hmm. they'll either go out to the pool and scout 
um, yeah, women who are there like girls. bachelor party girls or whatever, and they'll bring them in to hang out with you. They'll they have girls that are like their friends that live in Vegas that will come uh-huh. in and this isn't like to necessarily do anything. They'll just come and hang out at the pool and you pay for their drinks, but then you've got a bunch of girls around you. Uh, we did mm-hmm. not for any of that. Can you put the drinks on the room so you don't yeah, have to pay so for no, it? Yeah, so no. Right. So you, you put, you put <laughs> everything on the room, right? But then you, you have to be gambling because at the end of it, they have to look at how much you gambled. And it's not how much necessarily how much you spent, uh-huh. but it's how long you sat there. Yeah. And they have a whole equation in the computer. They know all this oh, stuff. Right, to make and, it worth and it. And that's the reason I got the call in the first place, because they think I'm good for all this money. Right. And they think every time I come, and they know that if I come enough times and I sit there long enough, eventually they'll get it. That's just, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so for them to pay for some booze in a hotel room costs them nothing. Right. Anyway, so we um, we went out drinking, had this whole day, whatever, back in the room. And my buddy's like, let's get some room service. I'm like, okay. I am not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. We ordered everything on the menu. I said, bring me one of everything. They awesome. were like, there were five appetizers. There were probably like five main courses. There were like five sides. I think I said, bring me everything but the salads. And then there were like five desserts. And I am not, this is not a bullshit story. Two guys with, with two carts each show up at the room and they wheel it in and they look at the two of us like, where are the rest of the fucking people? Right. And I'm like, nope. Just and so. they take all the little things off the top. Put it and, on the room. And I say, and I sign it on the room. And the only thing you have to pay for is gratuity. That's right. the only thing at the end. They'll they'll charge you for the gratuity. That's and cool. I, I am not kidding. We sat there and took a bite of this and a bite of that and a bite of this. And it was the most wasteful, gluttonous thing I've ever oh, done. That's so awesome. <laughs> but it was rad. That's the literal opposite of the last time I was there with friends. I got locked out of my room and I ate somebody else's room service nice. chicken tenders that was sitting out in the hall. No shit. Because I was out there for so long waiting for my fucking drunk friends to let me in the room and they looked like they weren't touched but they were out to be taken to the trash. So there were no bites out of them or anything? Not out of the ones that I ate but yeah they looked untouched so I ate them. I was so drunk and hungry. <laughs> wow. I've done that. The literal, you have? Yeah like coming, when you like, walk by. Like staying from a like staying at a hotel for like staying at a wedding like going to a wedding and staying at a hotel you're just fucking hammered yeah. going back to your room I'm like is that a burger and you just pick it up and eat it no with bites shit. out of it oh yeah uh-huh. with bites oh, out of it yeah no, no, you no. eat the oh, other you end lost, you know what I'm no, saying no you no. lost me with that oh yeah an untouched chicken or like someone's though. toast that they didn't eat no yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, fuck yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, if I'm drunk enough, I, right. I've asked people at restaurants, like, can I have a bite? And it's been like a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay. The last time I was in Vegas, I had, and and, and he'll, he'll tell you this, I guess I was behaved, but I woke up the next day with the worst hangover, like, anxiety. I had an entire dinner with our boss and his wife. I don't remember any of it. I remember no. I was so drunk. Because we got there, remember we got there like Thursday afternoon, and we're at the bar, and we're just doing shot after shot, whatever. the Irish guy. With the Irish bartender. And then I run into my friend Billy the Kid, who got me my first job in radio, and we've been been very close for like 20-some years. So it was like, and I hadn't seen him in years, so it was like old home week. So he and I are just just banging him, just slamming him. (laughs) So I was, no joke, I was probably... 12 drinks in by, we got there at like four. I was probably 12 drinks in by seven. Nice. Dinner reservation, like 7.30. I remember walking up to the two of them outside the restaurant, and that's all I remember. And then the next morning I wake up, and it was like text from him and his, he and his wife going, you were having fun last night, and it's photos of me. (laughs) 
And I I guess I wasn't like inappropriate, but I was just out of it. Like, I was trying to find you that night and you just like were not responding. I'm like, She's oh. out here waiting for you in the hallways <laughs> eating chicken nuggets. Right. Dude, I was <laughs> right. when I woke up the next day and I'm like, what did <laughs> I I don't remember who I talked to, I don't remember what I did. Luckily I left that dinner and went to bed. But like God, if I and that the, the reason I don't really love going to that iHeart thing is because it's crawling with important people. Right. Right. And so, and, and they all, and, and they put the most important people in the same hotel. And so it's like, I don't need to run into the chairman of our company while I'm completely shit faced. Not that anybody would care or be surprised one, cause it's Vegas and two, because we're in radio. Right. But like, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need to, I don't need, you know, anyone to see me like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not that guy. Yeah. And it was a long day too. Cause we did the show. So it was just yeah. like a lot going on, but Billy texts me like, Hey, have you seen Fred? I'm like, Oh no, I thought you were watching him and no. you had just probably gone to sleep. No, we were doing shots and then, and that was him. We're at the blackjack table and you know, the booze are free and he keeps ordering <laughs> shots of Jack and they yeah. just keep setting him next to me. And I'm my like, guy. Jesus, dude, like, what are we doing here? And I'm like, I got to go to dinner with my boss. He's like, can I come? And then I text my boss, can Billy the kid? Like, no, he can't come. Like, get your ass up here. And I was just fucked up. But I, <laughs> hey, I don't know. You still have a job. You I know. know. I, I guess I wasn't too inappropriate. But um, I think I called my mom at one point at the table and Aww. handed the phone around to everyone, talk to my mom or something. I had FaceTimed her maybe. I don't, I don't <laughs> I know. I never think to call my mom drunk. That's adorable. That is nice. And then I guess we ate the whole meal and then I asked him when the food was going to come. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, dude, so we already, we ate the meal. Like the food came already. Damn. There was a seafood tower, all kinds of shit. I don't remember. Mm. I don't remember any of it. Damn. Anyway, I don't I recommend, I don't recommend drinking like that, but it happens. And I guess if it's going to happen, that's the place to have right. it happen where I didn't even have to leave the premises. Uh, I'm just really lucky that it was the guys that people I like and who are cool and not like, I wouldn't have done it if I had to go You're, to dinner with, no, I don't know, live a little, a client or somebody yeah. important. I wouldn't have, wouldn't have done You're it. You're lucky too. Cause you went to dinner with, you know, someone you knew you could have been that person at the bar. That's right. the two ladies, you know, <laughs> like, Hey ladies. And then oh, next God. thing you know, you're missing a kidney. <laughs> You got, I got, no, you got no money left. <laughs> one year at iHeart, I got drunk, and uh, that, that, that's how every story starts. Because you can't, you can't yeah. go to that thing and not drink because you have to. You just have because it's just especially for you because it's a lot of talking and schmoozing. Yeah, I and yeah, and so we were out with some clients. Uh, Rebecca Green was with me, mm-hmm. and at the time, I can't remember what the place was called, but the hotel across. It's called Park MGM yeah, now, but it was, Monte Carlo. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we walked across from the venue to Monte Carlo, and at the time it was kind of like in between. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't. It hadn't been renovated, yes. and it, but so it was kind of shitty. And so we're in there, and and they had like five dollar blackjack tables, and so I, I think I gave the guy like a, I don't know, a fifty, and he gave me all five dollar chips back. So there's ten five dollar chips, and I'm, I'm I'm the client is sitting on my lap. We're so drunk. And I put I put the five the fifty bucks down in five dollar chips, and then I won. So the guy gives me a fifty dollar chip. I go, no, I want five. Yeah. So I started stacking them, and it wasn't that much money. And it, but it but looks I, baller. But I ins- I insisted that he keep putting it. 
So literally the stack <laughs> in front of me was about to topple over. It was probably like two feet tall. And it was only, I don't know, a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Like with, but I and I just kept making him stack it. And then finally he's like, Sir, it's gonna topple over. I'm like, put it on the top. <laughs> so we had this big tall stack, and then I lost, and he took it all back. But they had to go to another like table to, to get more five dollar chips <laughs> because I insisted. I'm like, oh no, God. stack it on top of that. And the guy's like, he thought I was the biggest asshole. That. No, but we were getting such a kick out of this. It was like a Dr. Seuss cartoon, yeah. like it was about to fall over. Oh, you know? I miss that place. Oh man, <laughs> want to go to Vegas? Yeah, it, I mean, Vegas is family. It is what it is. You know, it it has its place. <laughs> but I've learned how to do it over the years. You know, you gotta. This is this is some advice, a, a pro tip about Las Vegas, and people don't agree with me on this, but take the very first flight out the day that you're leaving. Yep, I so learned like, that the hard if way. You're, first of all, two days in Vegas is more than enough. Two days in Vegas is more. By the end of the second day, two days almost is enough. By the end of the second day, you want to kill yourself. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's disgusting. You are disgusted. There's too much smoke. You're hungover. You don't feel good. You've eaten everything in sight. You maybe <laughs> lost some money. You probably made at least one regrettable decision. That's it. So the first year, I took like a three o'clock flight. Big mistake because you got to be at a hotel by like 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. So there's this aimless time where there's nothing to do and nowhere to be. And you feel like shit. And all you want is to snap your fingers and be home. That's all you want. Yep. And so and if you go to the airport, the airport by 10 a.m. on a Sunday is a disaster. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that sucks. So that you're hungover. Now you're at this busy ass airport. You're waiting. It's a disaster. Okay. The next year, somebody was like, take the 6 a.m. flight back. And you you won't be happy when you're doing this. But like. You will be happy when it's over. And it's true. You stay up all night. You leave the hotel at like 4.30 in the morning. There's nobody at the airport. You walk right through security, get on the plane. I fell asleep. When I woke up, we were landing in Chicago. I was in my bed by noon central time, in my bed in my house. And I and people are texting me from Vegas, like, dude, the airport's a fucking mess. I'm like, I'm in bed at oh. home. And people hated me. But before you know it, it's over. That's what you got to do. Right. I do not take this five. Oh, I'm going to hang out in Vegas all day and do shit. I'm going to take the 5 p.m. No, do not no. do that. Yeah. You may as well that's stay me. that whole that's, day. That's me. No, you may as well stay the whole day and then take the midnight flight mm -hmm. or like the 4 a.m. flight right. the next day yeah. because you got no place to go. And then you got your shit. That's yeah. another thing. I hate Is that. I, I see people wheeling through Vegas with their, with their, oh, uh, the worst. their bag because the they got no place to be. <laughs> That's the thing about Vegas. It does not matter. Every single time I go there, when I wake up on the last day, I want nothing more than to be home immediately. I would pay anything to be teleported. It's the scariest feeling in the entire world. And then the you know you gotta, I got to pack my shit. I got to walk through the casino one more time, except now I'm not in that mode anymore. Oh, no. I drunk packed the night before because I do not want to mm. deal. Uh, that's my pro tip about Vegas. Take like the 4 a.m. flight. I don't know. I've always wanted to go to Vegas with nothing. Like, without a room, with nothing. And just when I'm done, when I'm done, just go back to the airport and leave. Like, no bags, no clothes. I've thought about doing it a couple of times. I've just never done it. But, like, book a ticket for, say, like, Friday night. Yeah. And then, I don't know, book your set you know, Southwest or something. Put your return for midnight the next day or 4 a.m., whatever it is. And then you just, when you're, you don't go to the room. You just do Vegas until you're done doing Vegas. And then you just leave. Huh. I've heard of people doing it. Because yeah. that way you don't. You don't have anything. You're not carting anything around. Mm -hmm. You don't have any stuff. You don't have a room to worry about. You can go to any casino. You don't have to wind up any one place. And when you're done, go back to the airport and leave. No, I don't like that. You don't? No. 
Yeah, I like because well, you can always get a room. You always have the option. Yeah, but you're a dude. I need like my makeup and my face wash and but like, not my if contacts, you're my glasses. But like if you like, let's say you go like Friday night. You go like let's say Dry you leave. Shampoo. You leave here at four, okay, or five, six. You get to Vegas at six. You know, with the time change or whatever, seven. And so you wear the clothes that you'd wear out. Uh. Oh my god, yeah, you don't that- shower after getting off the plane? I'm gonna be sick. No, fuck it, you're in Vegas. Oh no. That's washing oh. your hands after you shower to wash your ass. Like it's the same thing. No. You you were just on the the most disgusting part of the of the trip is you're about to walk into it. The I airplane's probably cleaner. That's fine. I got a shower after every oh. single plane ride. You could do what I'm talking about, couldn't you? You get off the plane, you already got your shit on, go to the club. <laughs> okay, go to so the bar. Is this a one day thing or am I there all weekend? No, like you're you're there until you're done. Until because I'm you're done. not obligated you to, to wear anything. Like Twenty four hours in Vegas. Yeah. Twenty four hours. No, I always wear like my baggy like yeah. hoodies on the plane. That's no the thing. Maybe you could do what I'm talking take, about. Take like yeah. a lunchbox with yeah. you. Sure. Rufio doesn't shower anyway. He doesn't wash his ass. <laughs> Stay up for twenty four hours, do what you gotta do. That's what I'm saying. Get on the plane and go home. And then when I'm tired and I'm done, I don't know. 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock the next day, whatever it is. Yeah. It'd be easy for you because you guys are guys, maybe. Right. The I, hardest I'm not part wearing would be my club outfit on the plane. I'm not sorry. losing all my money the first hour I'm there. <laughs> like, Your fashion, no way. Like, right. All I'm my not... money's gone, and I'm 23 more hours here in Vegas. I'd just go back to the airport and be like, hey, I need to get a sooner flight. Let's go. I got another Vegas story, then we can be done. Um, oh, it's you... going to stop. It's going to stop recording it. So, oh, FYI. it is? Yeah. So, and then what do I do? Can you do it in two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no. And then does it start over? No, it stops. It stops recording. It. Oh. Wow. All right, so we're basically out of time. Yes. All right, All well, right. I'll tell a Vegas story another time. It's a good one, though. It involves our friend Mojo and his brother-in-law. It's a good one. It's a good Vegas story. Okay, good. Well, another time. Another tangent. Thanks for listening. Uh, wow, I didn't know we were up against the time clock, but bye! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today.